You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and today we are continuing on with the Deep Level Self-Care Series, and we are talking about decluttering the mind. This is a fun one, and be sure to listen. You're going to love it. At the end, I give you an exercise that can help you sleep better. Okay, guys, let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care podcast. I am so excited to be back. I was on vacation last week. It was my birthday vacation and I had a blast, but I'm glad to be back home. And this week we are continuing on with the Deep Level Self-Care series and we're talking about decluttering the mind. So I have this whole section within the boot camp, which is my signature program, the Soul Aligned Self-Care Boot Camp. So I have this whole section. Let me just bring this mic closer to me. I forgot that I was using a mic (laughs) Um, where I talk about decluttering the mind, decluttering your space and decluttering your processes. So as you could see, I am super serious about decluttering. It's um, a major thing in my life. But before we get started, Um, I had a very exciting day. I made my store live today. So Soul Aligned Infusions, which is my new uh, organic skincare company, um, has went, it's live now. I only have one product. I'm going to be launching, it's a small batch, very small batches. And I'm going to be launching one product at a time to build it up. It's not going to be fast or anything like this. And this is what the packaging looks like. It's so cute. I don't know if you could see. So if you're listening and you're not um, watching me on YouTube, if you want to watch me and come hang out with me, you can come on YouTube and I'm showing you my product as we speak. It comes in this cute little pouch with these cute little tags. And on the inside, there's the roller. It's called Just Breathe. It's it's a roller of a bunch of a combination of essential oils to help you reduce stress and anxiety and overwhelm and create calm. And when you purchase Just Breathe, you get access to a website where there is a breathwork video, a free meditation, free affirmations, and free journal prompts. So there's something to support you to help you reduce stress and anxiety. So it's like a combination kind of product. And I'm not going to open it up. It does come in a roller like this. This is my tester. As you can see, there's no label on it. So it's a glass um, a glass container with a bamboo top. Um, so it's eco-friendly and it is refillable. So you could reuse it if you wanted to. Um, but anyway, the packet, it comes with a, a kind of a little surprise on the inside and I want it to be a surprise. So I'm not going to show you, but basically that's what it looks like. And it went, I just put it live and I placed an order just to test out the product. So I, I ordered my own roller. And when I looked at, then I went back onto the store to see that the order processed, right? I just want to make sure everything's working. 
And at the time that the order placed was exactly 2.22, which I thought was like absolutely so freaking cool. So freaking cool. Okay. So anyway, I will put the link to Soul Aligned Infusions um, in the show notes so you could check it out. And you could also follow me on Instagram. I haven't really put much on the Instagram account yet, but if you follow me on there, you'll see all the new products that come out. They're all going to be combined with self-care and self-love practices. And that's probably what makes this different than other rollers or other companies like this. And so you'll always have some kind of a self-care practice, a free masterclass or something that comes with the product to help emphasize the self-care and the self-love. So kind of cool, right? Anyway, let's get on. So I'm continuing on with the deep level self-care series, and I'm going through all these different 11 practices that I share inside of the boot camp. And I'm doing this as an introduction to the boot camp because I am launching. Um, actually, I'm open. The waitlist is open right now. So if you're interested in working with me and doing all of these deep level self-care practices, I think this is, I think I'm on number three, right? The first one was, um, you know, acknowledging your starting point. The second one was being a boundary badass. And this is the third one. We're going into decluttering. There's three parts though to decluttering. And so this week we're just talking about decluttering the mind. But if you're interested in going deep into all these practices and mastering this deep level self-care, um, which benefits every area of your life, your health, your relationships, your business, your career, your money, everything, this helps every aspect of your life, then you could, should get on the wait list now for the boot camp. Um, I'm so excited because it's the first time I'm really doing a, a live program. I don't, it's not really live. What I mean by that is it's usually a self-study program and we're going to be starting in January and I'm going to go through each and every module with you guys. Every week, we're going to do a new module. I'm going to have a live where you can ask questions and I can coach you um, in a group setting. So I'm really excited. I usually don't do this. Um, I do have coaching calls within the program. So even after that live, those live sessions are over, which is about, it's going to be about 12 weeks. Um, I will still be doing monthly Q and a sessions and coaching calls within the program. So I, I, that's included in the program. Once you purchase the program, you have lifetime access, you're a lifetime boot camper. So anything I do to the program, any additions I make, any upgrades I make are included if you purchase the program. So the waitlist is open. Registration is opening soon. I was opening it in December, um, but I've been getting some pressure from some people to open it earlier, but we're not starting the live launch until January. So um, if you'd like to get on the list now and you'd like to purchase when registration opens, then the link will be in the show notes, right? So this is just giving you a little taste of what's inside of the bootcamp. So decluttering the mind. So as I said, I take decluttering super duper serious. Let me get my notes out so I don't um, wander off point too far. Uh, but decluttering isn't just about like when you hear decluttering, we usually all think about, you know, decluttering our space. And let me tell you something, it is about that. And that really does think about how fantastic you feel when you clean your closet out and it's super organized and you know where everything is. Doesn't it just change the way you feel? Like I feel so much better 
when I just cleaned my closet out actually a couple of weeks ago, cause I switch it over from like summer to winter clothes. I can't fit everything in there. So I have to like switch it and it was a mess. And so it felt really good to be able to like walk in there and not like there be piles of clothes everywhere. And, and so it felt really good to do it. So that's just such a small part of the type of decluttering that I cover because what decluttering does is it reduces friction. Think about it. So what I did in my closet, what everything was hung up, everything's put away. I know where everything is. So it reduces the amount of time it takes me to get dressed because I know where everything is. So it reduces any type of friction that you're experiencing in that space. So that's why it feels so good. It helps reduce stress and anxiety and it helps you create time and space right? And what happens when you have time and space? You have flow, right? You have more flow. So that's why I always say, yes, it it is about decluttering space and decluttering space is important. And we all know the famous book. um, Oh my God. I'm going to mention the famous book, but I'm not going to remember what it's called. The magic of, oh my God, I'm blanking. Okay. It'll come up sometime during uh, the podcast but um, something in the magic of tidying up or something like that. Um, and she had a TV show and everything. And but, and there's a book about it and there's a TV show about it because it, because it works and it feels really good to do it. Now, decluttering the mind is a completely different thing, but it does the same thing. So it's about creating space. It reduces stress and anxiety. It creates more flow in your life. And whenever you reduce clutter, you reduce friction. When you reduce friction, you create flow, peace, and space to breathe, all right? And that's what I'm all about. I am. I call myself a mindset and self-care coach, but like the main thing that I work on is reducing stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. And I do this because this is also what I need in my life. As a person who had a stroke at the age of 39 caused by stress, I am constantly looking for ways to reduce stress and anxiety and create calm in my life. I'm a person that's automatically kind of like high strong. I'm, I'm, I I definitely lean towards being kind of stressed out and anxious. I'm also very driven. So I'm constantly doing stuff and doing more and more and more. And I tend to overwork and overdo it. And so I have to really be on top of myself to keep that shit in line. You know, I have to really keep it at bay and I have to take care of myself and keep myself healthy. And so that's what this is all about. All right. So let's get into this. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Some of the benefits. Okay. Some of the benefits. And if you're watching me, I'm looking at my notes. So I want to make sure I cover everything in here. Um, Reducing stress and anxiety, creating space and time for rest, also creating space and time for fun, deeper and more authentic relationships, expanded creativity, improved health, improved sleep. Okay. So I could keep going because it really does improve everything in your life when you take care of yourself at the deepest level. It, it really, really does. Um, but I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over some of the ways that, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get to my notes here for a second. I'm going to go over some of the ways that I help declutter the mind. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to give you an exercise that you could do today, or I should say tonight, because it's a really cool bedtime exercise as a takeaway so that you can get started right away. So why do we need to declutter? You know, well, it's kind of like what I just said about myself. Like I overwork, I do too much, right? And so um, many of us have a lot on our plates. Many of us have a ton of things on our plates that we think we have to do. And I say think we have to do because there's always stuff that we can cut off our list, right? There's always things that we can get rid of. And I talked about that last week in the Boundaries um, podcast. So if you haven't listened to the Boundaries podcast, I would go back and listen to that. Listen to the whole series. It'll help you so much. But we have so much on our plate. And and, and sometimes we feel frazzled. I get super frazzled. I'm a little frazzled right now. I like did put too much on my plate with the launch of the product and er everything else I got going on. I finishing up a book. I just got a lot of stuff going on. And I'm like, Oh, Tina, why did you do this to yourself? Why? And I'm like, all right, this is fine. I just have to like, look at everything that I'm doing and break it down and see what's important. And this is kind of what I'm going to talk about it today. But we all know that person, right? We all know that person. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, what's going on in our lives, what's going on at work. We all know that person that always is calm, cool, and like collected, right? It doesn't seem to affect them. And this is all about protecting your energy. It's all about doing that. When I'm protecting my energy, what I notice is that I... I feel better. I handle situations better. I handle upsets or stressful things coming into my life better. Everything is instead of like going up like this and down like this. And for those of you who aren't watching me, I'm using my hand and going like up high and then down low. <laughs> so instead of having these extreme highs and extreme lows, it's going to be more of like a, a quiet little, you know, wave on a lake. Right. And so what clutters us up? Okay, first thing is a shit ton of to-dos that we keep putting off or ignoring. So we have that to-do list. How many of you have like a to-do list that you're constantly carrying things over, carrying things over, you're not getting it done, right? So where does that, what does that do? Okay, it's on your list, but it's also could be in your head, right? It's, it's like, oh, I have to do that. Oh, I have to do that, right? The next thing is unresolved upsets inside of relationships. So this could... This could show up in a few different ways. It could be kind of like something really small, like you forgot um, somebody's birthday and you know they're going to be upset with you and you have to get in touch with them and apologize. Or it could be something big, like you had some kind of an argument with a coworker that has to be resolved, right? But it's super uncomfortable. Um, another sucker or thing that um, I call it suckers because they suck the life out of you, right? But another thing that does this to you is media, okay? This clutters us up. We're being exposed to all these different sources of media. And if you're not controlling what you're exposing yourself to, it could really um, heighten your nervous system um, in unwanted ways, okay? Not in a good way. And then the last thing is our shoulds and our have tos. Like I said before, we all have these things that we think we have to do, have to, shoulds. I'll talk about that more. So, um, so when you have um, a to-do list, and this is something I was talking about, I was doing doing a TikTok about this today, 
It's about really looking at all the things that you have to do. And so one of the things that a lot of times I have my clients do, and I do this myself, this is what I needed to do very recently, is make a list of everything I think, think I have to do. And when I say have to, I'm doing little air quotes, right? Because we don't have to do anything. It's a choice, okay? So making a list of all those things. And then really like looking at it and saying, what are things that I really are contractual things that I have to do? And what are the things I want to do? And what are the things that I can delegate? And what are the things that I can ditch? And asking myself those questions to like kind of pick away at that to-do list and kind of reduce the amount of things that um, are putting stress on my body and cluttering up my mind, okay? I have all these things going on in my mind. It's hard to keep track of them because there's so many. I call it a stress loop because it's like, uh, it's a stress loop because, for example, if you have to bring your dry cleaning to get done and it's been in the back of your car for two weeks now, but where is it, where is it really living? It might be in the back of your car waiting for you to drop it off, but where is it really living? It's living in your head in a stress loop. I have to bring that. Okay. I'll do it on my way to work tomorrow. Okay. Then you go to work and you, oh my God, I forgot to like drop it off at work. Okay. I'll do it on the way home. And then then, or I'll do it at lunchtime. And then you end up going out to lunch with friends, but then it's still in your head doing that loop. Okay. It never leaves until it gets done. And so it's clogging up that space. Do you see what I mean by a stress loop? So that's what all that stuff does. So that's how I usually help people clean up the to-do list, the, the things that they have to do. I call it a not to-do list. So, um, We do a lot of things because we feel obligated. We don't want to upset people, right? So think about the things that you are doing so you don't upset somebody or think about the things that you're doing to look good or you're doing it to make somebody else happy. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I do things to make my kids happy all the time or other people too, right? So that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you're doing it for the right reasons and you're not doing it to get something back. You're just doing it to make that person happy. Um, if If you're doing something to avoid a confrontation, then that's something that's clearly a place that you should probably set a boundary or ditch, whatever that is, or delegate, because that's not, it's not your job. There's a quote that I love. And I wish I remembered who said this quote, but the quote is, it's not your job to light yourself on fire in order to keep somebody else warm. It's the perfect way to explain that. So it's not your job to like do, do, do all of these things and stress yourself out beyond recognition just to make somebody else comfortable. You're going to make yourself uncomfortable to make somebody else comfortable. All right. So that's um, that's the to-do list. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about was any upsets that you have going on in your relationships. These are like, dis- like I said, it could be a, just a disagreement with a friend. It could be something as small as somebody texted you and you forgot to text back. It could be um, something really huge, like an argument with a partner or something like that. Um so the best thing to do, I, I mean, don't you, don't you hate it when you have those kind of things going on in your life and you, and you're avoiding the confrontation, you're avoiding the conversations because it's difficult, but this takes up like high value real estate space in your brain that could be using, used for like much better things, right? Don't you guys agree that instead of 
like stressing about even if it's just one of those small things, like you forgot your best friend's birthday. And I'm famous for this. I'm not good at birthdays. And so you forgot your best friend's birthday. And, um, and if she's listening right now, I'm just going to say happy birthday, Janet. (laughs) Her birthday's in April, but um, I just want to make her laugh because I know she listens to this sometimes. And so I'm terrible at remembering the birthdays. And so anyhow, moving forward, what you need to remind yourself is that you can ignore these difficult situations and these uncomfortable conversations, but they don't go away. And so handling these things immediately, what do they call it? There was a book called like eat the frog or something like that. Get the uncomfortable situations out, out of the way right away, like handle it immediately. When you do something wrong, admit to it. When you have an argument with somebody, talk it out. Um, but handling those situations right away, instead of having them build, and we know what happens, especially when it comes to relationships, they fester, like they don't just sit there, like the dry cleaning in the back of your car, they fester, because the longer you don't handle it, the longer the other person was like, well, I can't believe she forgot my birthday. Like I thought, I thought we were best friends. How she forgot my birthday and now it's two weeks later and she still hasn't said something you know so it festers and it turns into something else and so those are the type of things that need to be handled immediately it's about it's about really taking the responsibility it's about being the the adult in the room because you are the adult in the room and handling handling that shit right away um it's always more difficult if you let it fester and grow right it's always turns out to be more than it should have been so the difference really is, is noticing, noticing it, calling yourself out and then taking care of it. Um, so as usual, the first step is being aware. I always say that the first step is always awareness when you're trying to change something. Um, being aware of your behavior, calling it out, and this helps protect your own energy. This helps you. It's deep level self-care. That's why I call it deep level self-care, because it's not like surface level self-care, like the you know, the bubble bath or getting your nails done, right? So now I'm going to talk about the media. And this is going to be really short because I think it's very obvious. I don't want to like just sit here and state the obvious for 10 minutes, but really it's about, it's so easy to protect your energy from media because you have complete control over most of it. Like you don't have to watch the news. You're not going to miss anything. They're basically reporting on the same things over and over again. And then most of the time they're not reporting on everything that you really want to hear about. And so I basically, um, this is my personal opinion, but I feel like it's a huge waste of time to watch the news because all it does is instill fear in people and it's repetitive fear, like constant fear, repetitive. And a lot of times they're talking about the same exact things every single day. The next type of media I'm talking about is social media. So you can control who you follow. You can control pretty much who, whose posts you see. And just, just because it might not be a negative person, it might just be someone that triggers you, you know? So, um, you could, completely get rid of all the negativity. And I do this all the time. If I see someone post something super, super negative that I just don't want any part of, I unfollow them immediately. Like, and if it's really bad, I block them. But most of the time I just unfollow. You don't have to like 
unfriend people if you don't want to. So like, say you have a, a friend that you really love, but her posts trigger you for some reason, whatever that may be, but it's something about yourself you get triggered, you can unfollow them and not unfriend them. So you could still check in on them from time to time, but you don't have to see every one of their posts. It's about controlling what you expose your energy to, knowing what, how things make you feel, and then controlling what you expose yourself to in order to protect your energy, right? Also the TV you watch, the movies you watch, the music you listen to. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. The books you read, like everything that whether you read the newspaper or not newspaper and the news are a hard no for me um i read books all the time but you know like just think about how music affects you so profoundly depending on the type of music you know there's a time and a place for like heavy metal and gangster rap right and there's a time and the place where you need to listen to like that super chill 528 hertz um, meditation music, <laughs> like when I want my dogs to sleep while I'm working, right? So there's a time and a place to listen to different types of music, right? Because you know how they're going to make you feel. Make those choices wisely because your energy and your time are your most valuable resources. So protect them like they are, because they are. All right, so the next thing is also another short one is the shoulds and the have tos. Whenever you hear yourself saying I should or I have to, it's usually a sign that you have to change something. Either you have to set a boundary or you have to look at why are you doing this thing because you don't have to do anything. There are choices, right? So I always talk about how we have contractual things that we really do have to do. Like we have to feed our kids. We have to make sure they you know, do their homework, uh, you know, go get to bed on time and then go to school the next day. We have to shower every day. So there are certain things that we have to do. But when you say, I have to make cupcakes for the next PTA meeting, or um, I don't know, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass right now. Like, I don't know. Let me find a better example than that. Um, those of you who listen to me notice how I bring up the PTA quite often because I hate the PTA. I, it, it was never a positive experience for me. I'm sure there's some good people in the PTA, but it was never a good experience for me. Um, something that we have to do. Um, so maybe you have to have these certain friends over for dinner. You feel like you have to have them over because they invited you at some point and it's your turn and you have to invite them, but you, you don't like bringing them to your house or having them around your kids because they're super obnoxious and loud and whatever. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up right now. I'm just pulling this out of my butt. Um, so anyway, you don't have to have them over. If you don't want them over, you could always say, let's go out and plan a, a night out with them. If you still want to hang out with them, they sound horrible. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's really, it's really about like making a boundary and either you're going to ditch or delegate it, or you're going to do it. And the things that you have to do, the genuinely the real things that you have to do, all those contractual things that I talked about. And so it's about really like sorting it out, almost like the to-do list, right? Um, so those are all the things that are sucking our, clogging up our mind and sucking our energy. And this last exercise that I'm going to teach you, this is the takeaway that I talked about. Um, it's a powerful exercise. You've might've heard of it. 
Um, I did not invent this exercise and I don't know who did, but it's a very common thing for people to do. But I did add a couple of my own twists that help me. And so a lot of times when we're in um, a high stress situation, our mind is very busy and we definitely need to declutter the mind and we're having trouble sleeping. You know, those nights when you're having trouble sleeping where you're just got like all these things going around in your head. And you're like, oh, I got to do this. Oh my God, I have to do this. Oh, I have to call this person tomorrow. And oh my God, oh, this day was crazy. That guy on the road that cut me off, what a jerk and blah, 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 blah. Like you got all these things like going around in your head and you're just like laying there in bed with your eyes like wide open and it's dark and you're not falling asleep and your heart's pounding. And so this is what that exercise is for. Now, if you're in that state during the day, you could also do this exercise during the day, but this is a great before bed kind of exercise. And so I would invite you to kind of get settled and all you need is like a notebook and a pen, really. It's a journaling exercise. And um, uh, oh, for those of you who are interested, I have this journal I bought. I'm loving it. It's so, it's big. It's 365 days. It's really big. Um, anyway, I love this. I got it on Amazon. I'm going to share it with you at some point. I'll share the link with you guys to get it. Um, this is my journal now from now on because it's like so big and it lasts forever. But anyway, you just need a pen and some paper. You don't need a fancy journal like that. You could just use a, a composition notebook, whatever you have. And what you're going to do is the first step is you're going to, you're going to write out everything that's in your head and you're going to get it out on the paper. So everything that upset you that day, everything that bothered you, everything that you feel like you have to do, everything, every person that upset you, even like I said, the guy that cut you off in traffic, you're just going to free write it. And it doesn't have to be grammatically correct. It doesn't have to be even legible. You're just getting it out of your head and you're putting it on the paper. You just keep going until you you're done until it's all out. You could bring up past things. You can bring up arguments that you're having with people. You can bring up whatever's in your head, whatever's bothering you, the weather sucks, whatever it is, right? So that's the first step. And just keep going until you can't write anymore. And then the next step, and this is something I added because this is me, this is my head, the way my brain works, um, is to write all of the things that you feel like you have to do, right? Because this is what loops around in my head at night. It's like, oh, tomorrow I have to do this. Oh, tomorrow I have to do that. Now I always have a to-do list in my journal that I just showed you, always. It's always there. So I don't have to do this exercise as often as possible. But if you're not the type of person who has a to-do list like me, this might be really helpful because you're getting it out of your head so that you don't have to think about it anymore. It's on paper. So this is the part where you might want to make it legible. So if you want to look at it, because the whole point is trying to make yourself feel better that you're not going to forget to do it. So you don't have to keep it in your brain and you could put it on the paper, take it out. You're making space, right? So that's the second part, write everything down that you don't want to forget that you think you might have to do those calls that you have to make those people you have to talk to. That's the second step, right? So now you've cleared all this space. You should feel a little bit calmer. You could take a few deep breaths in between each one of these things. Take a few deep breaths, just trying to keep calm yourself down, slow the breath down, right? And then the last step, now that you created all the space for yourself, you're just going to fill it up a little bit with something positive before you go to bed. And so I like to do this gratitude exercise. And then I added um, almost like another part 
of gratitude slash manifestation to it that I learned from a coach that I recently interviewed on my podcast. Her name was Heidi and that podcast aired on Friday. So she was wonderful. And this is, this came from her, right? So uh, you're going to write out a few things that you're grateful for, right? And it's not just about writing, I'm grateful for my dogs or something like that. You're going to write, I'm grateful for my dogs because they make me feel like um, I have the best companionship and I always feel loved unconditionally. And that makes me very happy, right? So you're going to write why you're grateful for it and how it makes you feel. This isn't really important to really tune into it. And you're going to try to come up with a couple of things like that. And they don't have to be big. It could be like, I'm grateful I got to have my coffee in bed this morning. I'm grateful I got to go for a walk today, whatever it is, how it made you feel. And then you're going to come up with something that you want to kind of bring into your life. So like, say you want to bring into your life a new home, you could say, but you're going to write it in the present tense, like it already happened. So you can say, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for my new home. I love it. I love the location. I love everything about it. It feels very cozy and comfortable. I really feel at home there. I'm so grateful, right? And so what you're doing is your, your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not real. And so you're creating this list of a bunch of things that are things that you already have and things that you want to bring into your life. Your brain doesn't know the difference between what is actually factually in your life right now. And so what you're doing is bringing that, bringing yourself into the energy of having those things, which will help you bring that into your life quicker. And so I think it's a very beautiful way to like end your day and go into um, sleeping. Excuse me for one moment. I'm just going to take a sip of my tea. Um, excuse me. So anyway, I had like a scratchy, scratchy voice. It's a beautiful way to end your day and to go into sleep because you got all of those stressful things out of your system. And then you're taking that space and you're filling it with gratitude and love and excitement and joy for the things that you want to bring into your life. And I can't think of a better way to go to sleep, right? It's a great mindset to have when you're going to sleep. I'm, I'm assuming you'll have awesome dreams. So that's the takeaway. That's something that you could use tonight that can have a profound effect on you. And I would advise you to do it every single night, especially if you're the type of person that's all amped up at night, you know? Also, if you're the type of person that's does like late night shifts, like if you're in the service in industry or something like that, I know uh, firsthand, well, no, not firsthand. <laughs> all my kids have worked in the service industry at some point or another. And I know other people who work in the service industry and also a lot of nursing people, who get home late at night and it takes some time to settle down because you're like, you just came from a very um, bustling place. It's like very busy and active. And so you come home and you, it's really hard to like tone yourself down and go to sleep. Right. And so this is a great exercise to do when you come home. It's a it's a really beautiful transition from that busyness into like calm and getting your body ready to go to sleep. So you're stepping out of that busyness and you're dumping it all out onto paper and then you're gonna get calm and go to sleep. So I hope that you liked that exercise. All right, let me see if there's anything else I wanted to go over here. 
That's it. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you want to go deeper on these topics with me, I would love to have you in the boot camp. I'm so excited about um, this January start where I'm going to be working with you personally. I'm only going to take a certain number of people in there. I haven't quite decided on the number yet, but I want it to be manageable for me so that I can really kind of coach every, even though we're doing it in a group setting, I want to be able to coach everybody like kind of in a one-on-one -on -one way. So I'm thinking 20, 30 people tops, um, but I haven't actually quite set that number yet, but there is going to be a limit to the spaces. So if it's something that you're really interested in, definitely get on the list. That's going to be in the show notes. Also, Back to my roller that I'm so excited about. I was so excited when I I purchased my roller. I'm showing, like, if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding up the bag again. Um, I was so excited about doing the whole process. It's the first time I had ever did anything like this. I've never sold a product before. And I love doing, I've been making my own skincare for myself for years and years and years I never thought I would be doing this, but I am so excited and I'm so passionate about it. It wasn't until I decided to combine it with self-care practices that I was like, this is so perfect. It's just, this is what I do for myself personally. These are the things I do. I have my roller and I put it on, not just when I'm stressed out, but it's almost like when I just want to be grounded. And I talk about that on the webpage. So when you purchase it, as I said, you get access to a webpage. It's about using it as an anchor to bring you, to ground you, basically. So as I said earlier, I would love to have you in the boot camp. Get on the wait list if you're thinking about it. And I will see you next week for the next step in the Deep Level Self-Care series. I love you guys. Bye.